Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turville. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Welcome to this bonus episode. I thought this was an important episode to record, especially now when I'm feeling so energetic, I'm feeling so clear and so excited about what's happening in my life. And I want to say just as an overview, like I was telling my husband one time, this was just, I think last week, maybe we were on a date or something. I said, we need to stop and savor these moments that we're having right now because For whatever reason, and I mean, I have some thoughts as to the reasons, but things in our life right now are going extremely well. And you almost want to knock on wood when you say that, right? Because what I have seen in the cycle of my life and our life as a married couple, and we're 50 years old now, we're both over 50, um, in our life as a couple, in our marriage, like there's the ups and then there's the downs and then there's the ups and then there's the downs. So I'm not sure that there's ever going to be a time where it's just all great and happy and everything is going the way you would like, there's always some event that happens or something happens that kind of, you know, brings you into a low again. And even, even then I've come to learn that it's just the cycle of life and it's our humanity. And my life coach, Brooke used to talk about that. And maybe she still does the 50, 50 of life, right? I find that that can feel so true to me is that I can really have great highs and some really big lows and then remind myself that it's all just cycles and it will be fine. And so I wrote an email last month. I think it was last month or maybe it was only a few weeks ago. It just seems like so much has happened even since I wrote the email to my audience and told them about these changes that have happened in my life. And I just called it life update. And I got so many responses from that email. It just really made me realize again, that when we're honest and true and truthful about where we are and authentic about what we're up to, and we find that so many other people are in the same place or they really relate to where we are. But I think so many of us keep a lot of stuff hidden and don't want to talk about it, or we don't feel the need to talk about it. Maybe that's fine. I just, I'm the kind of person, I just feel the need to talk about it and connect with people who are kind of in a similar spot. And sometimes I wonder, is there anybody in a similar spot? And it always happens that there are definitely people who understand it or who have been there or who are going through the same thing as me. And I'm always grateful and happy that I did reach out and be vulnerable and talk about what's going on with me. So one thing that happened is I had a health issue last year. Now I did a podcast episode about that. So if you haven't listened to that one, I can't remember the the episode number, but it's, it's uh, previous, obviously it, I probably did it in I could have done it in the beginning of the year. But anyways, I'll try to remember to look for that episode and stick it in this show notes. But I had a an acute, I guess acute means it came up suddenly. It probably wasn't something that came up suddenly, but for me, it did come up suddenly. Um, it happened slowly over time where I found out that I was really on the verge of a bad, bad, bad thing happening 
because of my severe anemia, um, iron deficient anemia. And so that happened in October of 2021. And so I talked about my journey through that and finding out what it was about and, and trying to find some way to, I guess, stop the bleeding. I talk about more in that episode. Anyways, there's been a journey of that. And I am feeling so amazing right now, physically healthy. And I know my physical body is not exactly where I want it to be as far as weight wise or pant size. And you know, all of the stuff we talk about as women, right? But just the fact that I feel so amazing as far as being able to physically walk, like physically walk really fast, even for extended periods of time, that was something that seemed unnatural to me or something that I would never be able to do again. I think throughout 2021, even 2020, if I think back, it was several years of not being able to really, I felt so tired and exhausted. And I feel so untired and so unexhausted. It's amazing. So this great feeling I have, this energy, and I mean, I just feel, and I'm, I want to talk to a little bit about human design in this conversation because what I've learned is that, right, I'm a manifesting generator. So I have a sacral center and part of, part of the spiritual purpose or part of our purpose as manifesting generators is to do work that lights us up. And boy, is that ever true. So I want to talk a little bit about that too, as I get going on this story. But let's start with the health. I'm feeling great. Uh, my sacral is feeling lit up, right? Because I'm healthy. I have actually physical energy and I feel good. And there was a health issue that I had to take care of. It wasn't just do more exercise and eat better. Like that was not going to solve it, right? So I got that fixed. I'm happy I did that. I'm inspired at the moment to make some changes to my diet and the way I, I, I should talk about food as fuel <laughs> more than as a diet. I hate the word diet. Oh my gosh. Doesn't it feel like we're all in a diet mentality sometimes, but I'm so now my health feels good and I feel like I'm at a place where I can now go on to, as you might know me, I try a lot of different things and I'm on to a new experiment. So experimenting with my diet and what food actually makes me feel good and what food doesn't, that's my next challenge. That's what I'm heading into. And I'm not going to talk about that today, but just know that someday I probably will talk about that. So anyways, that's what's going on with my health. I feel really good about it. But during that phase where I just was wondering and, and thinking about how short life can be, right? I mean, it's like, I've learned this lesson before as to how short, you know, how we're brought back to that thought once in a while, like, you know, we're only here for temporary time, like life is short. <laughs> when I had that health problem, it really woke me up again to, oh my goodness, life is short. And at the time, and I still have this coach, but we're coming to the end of our time together. Um, I'm in a human design mastermind, and we're talking about, you know, how human design relates to, you know, how you work in life and how you do your business and, and all of that kind of stuff. And also, I was in the EFT certification, which is emotional freedom technique. So the same coach was taking me through both of those things. So she said something that really stuck with me. She said that blood disorders are related to authenticity. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm, I, I had never heard of that before. However, I have struggled my entire life. And maybe this is true for many people. I don't know, but I have struggled with my entire life with being authentic. 
I know I, I go out there and I think I am and I'm, I'm out there showing people who I am and, and I'm speaking on stage and writing books and stuff. Okay. That's great. But what I'm talking about is the deep issues that I don't show or I don't talk about the deep issues that have been a lifelong struggle. And when she said that blood disorders, because I had anemia, I had iron, iron deficient anemia, which is a blood disorder. When she said that, I just, that kind of really was another, like a huge wake up call again, like, duh, <laughs> like a hammer hit me over the head. And I was like, wait a minute, maybe what if this is the time to really deal with that part of me that wants to talk about my truth? And when I'm talking about my truth, I'm talking about religion. I'm talking about faith and God and what does that look like for me? And, and is it the same as the religion I grew up in and the religion I've been trying to live this many years? And I've been trying to live it for other people is what I came to the conclusion of. I've been living a religion that didn't really feel good to me for a long time. Now, there were parts that were fine, you know, and there were things that, you know, I really liked about it. And there were also things I didn't. And I would like to discuss that whole topic in another conversation. But when that happened, I decided to write a letter to my family to tell them that I left the church. So basically, in, I was born into a church. My husband was born into the same church. We were married in that church. We raised our children in that church. Um, our whole families were born and raised into the church. My mom wasn't born and raised in the church, but my mom was converted when she was a college student. And so she, you know, she was very much in the church. So basically, it's like the foundation of our life, this church was, and the way that we act and the way we behave, the way we live, the the traditions we follow were based around this church. Like I said, some of them I think are fine and great, and I love the community of it all. I think the community of it was the best part for me. What wasn't, what didn't feel in alignment for me was the dogmatic way that you are taught to dress and to live your life in a way that keeps you in that community. And we're all doing that same thing. And if you're not doing the exact same thing as everybody else, there are no rules according to them. However, if you're not doing it, you're kind of pushed to the outskirts. I watched this happen many times in my life. And, you know, my thing was you, you are afraid to leave. You're afraid to leave because you're afraid you're going to be cut off from your family and from your friends and from everything you ever knew. And that's really scary for me, especially being a one four. So in human design, I have the four line and the four line likes to be in a small trusted community and around people who love them and trust them and who they trust and love. And this feeling, this bond and this kind of a, a kind of a committed way. And also the line four doesn't like to have the foundation shook, right? So the foundation of that community and those relationships, leaving those kind of things is really difficult. And I, so I can see that about myself, that it was important to me to hang on to all of that until it was time to not, until it became more important for me to be true about what I really feel versus hanging on to that foundation. So I had to write a letter because some of you might think, what? Why do you have to write a letter to leave your church? I probably didn't have to, but because I wanted to start living 
truthfully and telling the truth to the people that I cared about the most, that meant telling my family who I cared about really deeply, who I still care about very deeply. So I had to write a letter to them to let them know, you know, and at least let them decide how they want to feel about it and not not deal with that gossip that goes around. Because what I did know to be true is I wanted to start having conversations with other women about their faith journeys, about their transitions between different uh, belief systems, all of that. Like I wanted to talk about it in a public way on my podcast. I wanted to give space to people of different belief systems. And because I am in this huge process right now, all of my learning at the moment feels like it's about religion. I mean, it's been kind of off and on like that for a long time. I've studied cults and I think I got started studying cults. I was really fascinated with cults. So I've, you know, studied a lot of different cults. I think I'm not sure there's any, there might be a few still. (laughs) I don't know if there's any documentaries that I haven't watched about cults. Maybe there's old ones. I don't know, but I've, I've watched a lot of documentaries about cults. I've um, studied cult leaders. I've, I I got really fascinated about that. And then when I was studying that, this, oh gosh, this feels like a totally different podcast to do. When I was studying that, I got, I became aware of the Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow case, which was fascinating to me. And so then there was that whole true crime stuff, right? Cults and true crime kind of go together. I was sort of fascinated by all of it, but I was more interested for why do people believe this way? Why are people... Why are people hooked into believing these things? I want to understand why do people, and, and then they just blindly believe. I had, I saw that in the church. People just blindly believe. And if I had questions, there wasn't answers for them. In fact, I felt like I shouldn't ask questions. And I think that is a cult-like behavior where a group doesn't want you to ask any questions because there's no real answers, but just have a simple faith and just do it this way. Because that's just the way we always do it. And I cannot accept that. That just never sat right with me. And I think that's where I started studying. Why do people believe these things? And I think so quietly, I was studying that. Then that was interesting because I started wondering about the Bible. Why do people use the Bible as a weapon? And what is it about the Bible? Like where was, who wrote it and why did they write it? All the things. And I don't feel like I learned a lot about the Bible being it's part of our church. In fact, in my opinion, I wasn't supposed to read the Bible outside of church. Now I did occasionally, especially revelations. I was like, what is that all about anyways? You know, I want to know (laughs) what is this stuff, weird stuff in the Bible. But to, for instance, have a little like Bible study group outside of church or something that was totally looked down upon. I mean, I actually lived that scenario where There was a group that studied the Bible outside of church, and it was really talked about like, that's just terrible. And by the way, I think those women ended up leaving anyway. So I think that's the fear. The fear is if you start trying to study things, you're probably going to leave the church. It's very interesting to me. So, so yeah, so the religion thing, I had to, I had to tell my family because I wanted to have these open conversations on my podcast. And I know for a fact that there are people who have known me for most or all of my life who have listened to some of my podcasts or get my emails. I know that to be true. So I felt it was just the right thing to do for me to be honest about where I am. Now in March, no, it was February of 2020, 
2020, yeah, when COVID started, right? Oh my gosh, it's so weird that we're still talking about that. But I just decided, you know what, I'm going to use this as a good excuse not to go to church. And so I stopped going at all in person. Now I've been to some weddings and um, I think a few funerals. So I, I didn't totally stop going to church, but I just didn't go on a Sunday, right? I just didn't. I stopped going and I thought, I'm just going to take this time to see how I feel being away from the church. And so I took the time and it actually felt very freeing to me. And I did not realize how much pressure I felt on Sundays and how much I disliked Sundays and how much I always wanted an excuse not to go. And that was interesting to me. So, I mean, over that time away from the church, I was able to kind of gather my own thoughts and beliefs. I mean, I've been thinking about this for years already anyways, but now it kind of was staring me in the face like, oh, here's a good reason to not go and people might not question you so much. So I took that time. And when I came, you know, to the end and to that health problem, and then this year, I just decided that was enough. And 2022, I always think the beginning of the year is a great time to start new things. And I'm like, you know what, 2022 is going to be different. And this is the way it's going to be different for me is I'm going to show up more honestly around things people don't want to talk about. I mean, I've always showed up honestly about suicide and our son's death and our grief through that. I've tried to be as open as I could without bringing religion into the picture. But now the thing is, religion has to come into the picture now. And I just have to say that I don't have any answers right now as to exactly what I believe or what I want to do or what I'm doing. All I know is I have space that I want to talk about it and I want to invite other people to talk about it, especially women. Um, I want to talk about it. I think it's important. It's an important topic because it can really be the basis for all the decisions we make in life. And some of the decisions I made, I don't know. You know, I wonder what would have been different if I wasn't using religion and the rules of it to make those decisions. So, okay, so that happened. I felt like this big burden lift off my chest. I'll talk about that some other time in another podcast, but I did. I really felt things opened up to me. And it's interesting because then I thought, wow, if I can make a courageous decision like, just saying I'm not going to go to church anymore and feeling really good about it. Not, I did not tell people I don't believe in God or I don't believe in Jesus or whatever. I didn't say that. I said, I don't believe in religion. I really, truly don't believe in religion at this point. I can honestly tell you that. I think religion is a problem for me. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Right now, I don't believe in religion. So things have opened up. I feel way more open and then I thought, if I could, if I was able to find the courage to do that, what else am I hanging on to and trying to follow the rules? Because here's what I've learned about myself also. I tend to be a rule follower in a major way. So I was following the rules of religion, you know, even though I questioned some of them, I still was following along, right? And, and I, I kind of get this good girl complex. I think in some ways I was the oldest and I always was the brown noser in school. I just admit it. Like I wanted to be the teacher's pet. I wanted to be, I think I was looking for outside validation when people would tell me what a good worker I am and how polite I am and how kind I am. And, and I'm just so nice. You know what I mean? When that happened, I just felt validated and like, oh, this is good. Like I'm doing the right thing. So in order to be acceptable in 
the family and in the community, you know, following the rules of religion was it. That was how you were acceptable. So I found that I have this way of being, of jumping on the bandwagon and following someone else's rules. And it happens to me in different areas of my life. And I just accept these beliefs to be true without even questioning them. So what was interesting is I came to this place in my business where this, so you'll, you know, luckily know, <laughs> it's super funny, right? I came to this place again in my business where I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I, I am not following my happiness here. I am not listening to my gut. I am not totally doing what I want to do. I am still trying to follow somebody else's structure for here's how you have to have a business. Here's how you have to be successful. Now I got really involved in the online business world back in 2008. So I've been playing this game for a long time. I mean, it's been what, 14 years, 2008 to 2022. Um, it's been a long time. And what happens is there gets to be this idea of what success looks like and people promote that idea. In fact, I've been in many programs. I've been in a lot of different coaching programs with a lot of different coaches. And I see the same ideas popping up over and over again about what success looks like in an online business or what success looks like as an entrepreneur, especially in the coaching space, right? So, and what, what it means is A, you quit your job. B, you make at least six figures a year. Uh, C, you charge really high rates for a bunch of different programs. I don't know. There's just a lot of things. And then the pressure to always be in programs too is interesting to me. Um, so I started questioning that. I'm like, is that really what I want to be doing with my time? For one thing, I've, you know, since 2016, when I quit my job, I have been in online business. So I, well, not really. I shouldn't say that. Not totally. So I still have had local clients too. So mostly it felt like 75% online business, 25% local clients. So I've been in front of a screen a lot and then COVID happened and that in front of the screen stuff became pretty old to me pretty quickly. A lot of people, it was new to them, right? People came home and got to work from home and found that they could work from home, which I've known for a long time. Like I've known this since 2008 when I had an at-home business. I know how to work from home. It's been in my life for a long time. And it just became too much when everything was shut down. And for me, the personal contact, the connection, I do think that that really took a toll on me and my health as well. The not being able to connect with people in person, it's different online. Believe me, you can connect with people online, but the best connections I made even from people online was when I also then got to meet them in person. That was amazing, right? When you know somebody online for a long time and then you get to meet them in person, it is just a, a different world and it feels so amazing. So I would have to say that me, now not everybody is like this because I have talked to other women who don't feel the same way and I've talked to many who do. So, but for me, having in-person interaction totally makes sense to me. So I decided... I was like, how do I really want to spend my time in a week? Like I am feeling a little bit shut down, a little bit disconnected, um, especially now leaving religion. And my daughter had graduated from high school in 2021. And it's interesting because now I don't have the religious community that I'm trying to be a part of. And there's no school community. 
and and we don't have any more kids in school. So it's just kind of this weird phase where I'm now trying to redefine myself. What is life like for me? And how do I want to spend my time? And where is my community? And what do I need to do to connect with people more and find community? I started with a baby step. The baby step was I went to the United Way. And I said, I will, I want to like, volunteer in the office two hours a week. And it was just a baby step. And I get really kind of overwhelmed thinking of giving too much of myself. I think I get to the point of like, what if I commit to too much? Because once I commit to something, I really feel pressured to follow through. And I've, I've always taken that upon myself that one of the things that I find to be really important is following through on my commitments. So I just started with two hours a week at the United Way office and just going there, going out in public, being in an office around, even if it was a couple people, just for two hours a week, it just made me feel like I'm doing something. I'm out there, I'm doing something, I'm getting around other people. And that actually sparked my creativity a bit. And it it started having me think more about my business and it started having me think more about what do I want? And I started actually... I started noticing jobs. I mean, none of the jobs that I was noticing seemed right for me, but I was thinking, I just started thinking about what if I went back to work? That might be interesting. And then I was like, yeah, but I'm, I've put so much investment into this business and building this online presence and writing the book and doing these retreats. And I'm like, huh, am I going to give all that up? And I thought, but what if there was another way? What if I could work and I could have a business? I don't know, like what now many people I know are trying to get out of that scenario. They are working and they're doing a business and they're trying to build a business on the side. So I think it's obviously odd for somebody to say, well, I'm going to go like, I'm going to have a business, but I'm going to go back to work. Now I have done that once before. So this isn't new to me. But I was like, why couldn't I like what's to say that I couldn't have the life I want? Like, why can't I? (laughs) And, you know, really, sometimes you just have to question these things that you believe to be true. For instance, I thought there's no way I would ever find a job that would be flexible enough for me because I do need flexibility. I've I've only worked two years full time in my life, (laughs) in my career. And that was like sort of at the beginning of our marriage because, you know, it was as we were moving back to the to Michigan from Illinois and I went to work full time for two years just to help us to move because my husband couldn't find a job originally here. And we wanted to move back here to raise our family. So, so yeah, that's the only time. And that was 25 years ago or gosh, how old am I? Anyways, maybe a little less than that. But so that was the only year, years I worked full time. And I thought I can't, even though there's nothing holding me back from working full time. Like I could totally close my business. I could just go to work full time. I could do that. But for some reason, it didn't feel totally right to me. But I still, I kept that option open. And so I was just kind of browsing jobs and talking about going back to work and just thinking about it. And I even got an Indeed app thing and, you know, Indeed was sending me jobs and stuff. So I guess I was in the arena of thinking about work and thinking about jobs, but I'm still working on my business. I'm still thinking, yeah, and what does my business look like if I go back to work? But what's interesting that happened was I received like three, okay, so three people contacted me from my past. 
two people contacted me from my past and one person I reached out to, to have a discussion about a job opportunity. And she, this person that, that reached, that I reached out to actually is the person I ended up creating a job with. I have to say that she didn't even have a job opening. I think she probably would eventually have a job opening, but when I talked to her, she didn't have a job opening or she didn't think she did. She didn't know she did. Let's just say it that way until we got to talking and voila, she was thinking, you know what? I'd rather have you come work with me than go to work at that other full-time job, which was something that I hadn't been offered yet, but I was very seriously considering going for an interview and it was a full-time job. (laughs) What I want to say is I thought there was nowhere that I would get paid enough or that would have enough flexibility for me to want to go back to work. And that exact thought happened only a month or two before this opportunity came up and I was offered the job and I took it. And I was like, oh, wow, I am so amazed that in the small place I live in, the small area I live in, which I don't think has a ton of opportunities. But here's the thing, right? What is opportunity? Like our perspective on opportunity is so interestingly narrow sometimes because you can't see what's already there. There's already stuff out there. And this is now this might be a little woo for some of you. (laughs) I have learned this though over time. This is literally how it works because I notice when my energy gets revved up, when I feel healthy, when I feel good, when I start deciding to get rid of things out of my life that aren't working, I open up space, there's energetic space, and there's a magnetism about my energy that brings things in. And it happens to me in cycles. And I forget even because I get in a low sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what, you just have to. So for me, it's like when I get in a low, I need to remember that, you know what, this is just a temporary thing. And what I need to do is what do I need to do? What do I need to do? I need to rest. I need to rejuvenate. I need to figure out what's going on with me energetically and in my health that is making me feel shut down. When I answer those questions and when I get healthy again and when I feel rejuvenated and rested, I am so excited and lit up and things happen. And it happens for me over and over and over again. So I want to say that I'm in a really great place right now. And it's fun to do a podcast like this and tell you about the great place I'm in because I can tell you that I have, you know, when I was speaking or when I wrote my book and stuff, that was a, you know, it was an uptime climbing out of a dark place, right? So, and I feel like that was very important to get that message out, out there that you can come from a dark place and you can climb up. So my business is going to change, obviously, because I am now going to work three days a week. Now, what's great about this job, I don't know exactly how it's going to work out or, you know, obviously I haven't even started yet, but according to them, they're very flexible, meaning I don't always have to drive to the office. I could work from home sometimes. I could be in the office sometimes. There could be travel involved. We're not sure yet, but there's all kinds of things. And it's just, for me, what is exciting is an opportunity to help a company build the business operations side of their business. And that's kind of what the, and this is like the perfect work for me. This is the work I've always loved to do is put systems in place. So I, like I'm saying, there are actually the perfect opportunity is out there for everybody, right? Even more than one perfect opportunities with an S at the end, but we won't see those opportunities until We're in a space that we have health, we feel good, 
we're maybe in a good relationship. Maybe there's not a lot of stress going on. There's not a lot of issues. We have the space for it because what I've noticed is the universe will not deliver things to me when I'm in a shutdown, unhealthy state. And that was what was happening, especially the last half of 2021. For me, I was shut down. I felt unhealthy. I was so exhausted and so tired, but I was still working it, man. I was working in my business. I was determined and I almost was working way harder because of it. I was working way harder and I was feeling exhausted. It was like a the working way harder made me feel more exhausted, which I was pushing that away thinking, no, I just need to make this, I need to do this, right? Which also comes down to this. And I think, oh my gosh, I'm, I feel like I'm all over the place in this podcast at the moment, but this deep seated belief of how your business has to be in order to be seen as successful. So it wasn't good enough that I had already been so successful selling. I mean, I had a lot of clients. I had a lot of, I did a lot of human design readings in 2021. Let me tell you that. I did a lot, like way more than I ever thought would be possible for me. And so I had a successful business. I should consider that successful. But when you start looking around, you know, it's like social media, right? When people post pictures of themselves, like with their perfect body or whatever, right? All the things you see on there. And then you start looking at yourself and your business and why aren't you like that? And why am I not good enough? And that's the same thing I was going through in my business. And I recognize that this year. I'm like, wait a minute, halt all of that. What do I really want? I don't want to build a million dollar business. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't want a million dollar business. I'm just saying, I don't even know if that's what I need at this moment. I don't know if that's what my goal is. I don't know if that should be my goal. Like, why is that my, why would it be my goal? You know, I don't get it. Like I have said that before. I want to build a million dollar business, but now I'm like, why? I'm not really sure. To be honest, I'm just re, re asking myself all of the questions. And so what I love, let me tell you what I love. I know that I love doing this podcast and I know that I would love doing the same thing on a YouTube channel. This is what I know. <laughs> so my update right now is what I know to be true is I'm going to continue my podcast and I'm going to, going to start a YouTube channel, which I know is sort of there, but it's not really begun yet because I haven't really put videos on it. But I just would love to do the things I love and see what grows out of that. Because what I know is when I'm having fun, when I'm feeling lit up by my work, when I'm enjoying myself and being healthy, and I'm in a good relationship with my husband, that's when things grow and things come that are unexpected. So for now, I'm paring things down. I am simplifying my business. I am figuring out how to just simplify what I'm doing so that I can focus on the important things at this moment and then see what happens. Like I am curious and excited to see what the future is and what happens next because I don't, I used to be the person that wanted all, wanted it all planned out and I wanted to know exactly what's going to happen. What I've learned in life is that's never how it goes anyways. So I'm done with trying to plan everything out perfectly and just you know what? I would have never known that I would be going back to this job, this three day a week position. I would have never thought that even a year ago that I'd be thinking I'm going to go back to work like that would have been crazy to me. So you know what? You never know. Things are going to happen. And it's that's what makes life so fun and so exciting and unexpected. So 
That's my update for now and look for other bonus pop-up episodes where I will probably talk more in depth about, I want to talk more in depth about my religious story and my transition. And then I also want to talk about, I think some health diet stuff that I've been testing and going through. Yeah. And I'll update you on my work when I know what it is. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate you all. If you ever want to reach out to me, or if you want to be, if you feel like you have a great faith, not great, it doesn't have to be great. What am I saying? Like if you have a faith story to share, if you have a faith journey to share, anything around religion and beliefs, you know, Bibles, that kind of stuff. I am all in for that. So feel free to email me at Rebecca at RebeccaTurvo.com or you can find me on Facebook and message me. Thank you so much. Again, I will talk to you soon. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.